for a while because we took a vacation. So that actually isn't that truthful to say you don't stop because we did stop and you missed us. But now we b -b 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 back, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes, y'all. <laughs> okay, I caught some of that. <laughs> did you like it? No, it was terrible. But I, you know, I'm going to put it in, so... the, in the episode because of it. Why are you so mean? <laughs> because I'm Patrick. I'm Francesca, and this is Last Name Basis. <laughs> Three, four corners in a triangle, but we'll keep it 100 tie optional. With a person from my desk acting on the screen, you know who it is, man, it's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist, and you're tuning to them live. This is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yes, Okay. Okay, so if you don't know, I will clue you in. Last year, Patrick and I won a dream vacation from TripAdvisor, thanks to all of you that voted for us. Yeah, thank you. You'd completely forgotten that you voted for us. You totally forgot because it was a long time ago, but we finally were able to take the vacation. We were in Marrakesh for 10 days, and it was pretty life-changing. It was. It changed my entire outlook on life. I know. I never in my life thought that I would think that New York was laid back, but as soon as I got back, I was <laughs> like, wow, it's really chill here. Comparatively, it's chill. At least the sidewalks are wider. At least we have sidewalks. At least people aren't on scooters that you think that your feet are going to get run over Oh my god! every single day. So in the center of Marrakesh is the Medina. It's a walled city. In the Medina, which is just a maze of cobblestone streets that are about 10 feet wide, everybody's on foot, and... Everybody's on motorpad, like mopeds, like little scooters. Or you have like a, a donkey carrying And donkeys, yeah. So you everything. have donkeys, you have pedestrians, and you have scooters. And on these scooters are entire families. I'm talking those little motorbikes that people cruise around on. Not motorcycles, little mopeds. But on a moped, they can fit like three boxes, four children, a driver, and a spouse. Oh my gosh, it's so funny too because people would have the baby and the baby would be like holding the baby with one arm and driving with the other hand, and the baby would be like hanging off the side, like, ah! <laughs> like, like it was so scary. I just, swear, I thought just, so many of them were gonna just fall off. They were just strapped in, like when you see people moving and they've got this huge mass of crap on top of their car. That's what it, that's what families are like on scooters. And there. it's really they're like bungee cords and. <laughs> it's also really important to understand that these little streetways are so small. When I tell you, there are some areas where you could put your hand out on both sides, like just stretch your entire wingspan. Granted, I've got pretty long arms. You do? <laughs> I'm stretching really that. I'm, I'm like an You could touch tag. like both sides of our living room. I know I couldn't. Like two of me could touch the sides. But all the, stretch your hands out all the way, and that's about how wide some of these areas of the street were, or the little sidewalks. And I really thought, one of the girls that we met in our hotel got hit by a scooter, which yeah. I was surprised that it didn't happen more. Yeah, that was an interesting. Sometimes they would come around the corner so fast that you're just like, how do they not die? How is everybody not colliding with each other? And the crazy thing was, I was watching for this. If, if New York is a city that never sleeps, Marrakesh is the city that never stops. Like, nobody, literally nobody ever stopped to let anybody go through. And there has to be a bet. That sounds so dumb. Like, the city that never stops? You have to come up with a cooler. I thought that was cool. City that never sleeps. City that never stops. I just, I don't know. I just feel like you could do better than that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, Try I'll, I'll work on it. I don't have anything else. 
the city. That wasn't scripted. That was off the cuff. That was that was just quick wit right there. Oh, okay. Well, keep going. <laughs> but nobody, literally, nobody ever stopped for anybody else. Nobody ever stopped and said, "Okay, go ahead," because we are a collection of eight scooters and twenty pedestrians, and we can't fit down this five foot pathway. They didn't even like honk their little horn or anything. They just expected you to get the fuck out of the yeah, way. Yeah, and a donkey. Yeah, that was it. Was it was really. Um, it was just really overwhelming. And like I said, in comparison to New York, New York feels like a freaking cakewalk walking really down is. the street. Because at know? least nobody's trying to sell you anything. Oh, my good. Well, and that's – oh, my God. So in the Medina, like, it's wall-to-wall little shops. Um, and everyone is trying to get you to come into their store. Yeah, and it's gorgeous for that reason. So you have these tight alleyways and these just, like, gorgeous tapestries. And shoes. And shoes and, and handmade leather bags. And so it's really, really pretty when you're walking down it. And, and everything giant is just... bins filled with colorful spices. It looks yeah. like you're in freaking Willy Wonka because they're, like, rainbow-colored and green and purple and just all these colors that don't look natural, but yeah. they're all, like, little herbs and... Things like that. Spices, yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful for that reason. And you would love to sit back and enjoy it, but... So people are just screaming at you? <laughs> people, are, people are trying to sell you all of it, and they're, they're the most aggressive salespeople I have ever encountered. And if you are with a black woman that has dreadlocks, they're shouting, Rasta, Rasta, Rasta. Oh, my God, yes. Everybody, <laughs> everywhere we went, just shouted, Rasta, Rasta. What else do you get called? Miss Obama? I got called Miss Obama. I did get called Beyonce one time, which I had a moment of like, oh, but you know it. Like, come on, you know I don't look like Beyonce right. at all. It's, it was it was the one time that you didn't seem mildly offended. Because they said Beyonce. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> like, how are you going to be offended? The entire time you're walking around Marrakesh, they're just shouting out the names of black women. <laughs> and you're like, uh, 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 and, and rightfully so. And then someone calls you Beyonce doing the exact same thing. I'm you're like, like hey, And you start to blush. <laughs> no, okay. I, I laughed. I was like, all right, cute. And they were trying to sell me drugs, the person that said Beyonce, because they were like, good stuff, good stuff, keef, keef. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Everybody had the good stuff, by the way. They only had the good stuff for us, though, because we met other couples, and they weren't being propositioned for drugs. Right. But I will say that happened to me when I was in uh, Costa Rica, when uh, Delon and I were in Mexico. That happened a ton. People were trying to sell us drugs. Yeah, but I've been to both those places, and they tried to sell me a lot of drugs, too. Okay, well, don't make this all about you. Yeah. <laughs> this antidote. I'm I'm no Miss Obama. What can I <laughs> Exactly. But, okay, and so the other thing that was interesting, they, they didn't just do that to me. I will say it was very annoying, but we met um, a group of kids from the UK, and we they weren't kids. They were adults, um, and we hung out with them, and one of the girls in the group, um, was gorgeous, but she was very, like, eccentric looking. So she had tons of tattoos, dark eye makeup. She had piercings. And when we walked through the Medina with her, people were shouting, Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which was right. like, she didn't even look anything no. like Lady Gaga. But they were just like, tattoos, piercings, alternative looking, Lady Gaga. It was, like, really, really that's funny. A, that's the best so you could do. everyone is shouting at you. And it's not just people trying to get you to buy stuff. It's also for food. Like, when we would go through, what, it was, what was it called? Jamal off. Jamal of Nah. It was kind of like I the think square. I, got that close. I think that's what you would Pretty call close. We have five years guarantee and no bloody diarrhea. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, we have shish kebabs. That's a good introduction, though. Yeah, no yeah, diarrhea. Yeah, good one. Have a look 
the My Democratic Prize. Oh, we have, yeah, have a look. We have seven tagine. I appreciate plus. it, but we just, just ate. We just had dinner. We walked really? over from um, MK, okay, whatever. It's time number 25, still alive. Okay, thank you. Five years guarantee. Five years? Yeah, if you don't come back. That's a big claim, man. I kill you. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> but here, here is the best brother for tomorrow. Shall I another day? Every single one. seven takes you to heaven. Everyone has a ride. One one eight is too late. Every single place has a ride. One one four has no door. It doesn't. Ninety seven touchback. Ninety three nothing free. I bet you have nothing free. One one seven all the way go to heaven. Or one one seven one stop to heaven. And we have lifetime guarantee, no bloody diarrhea, believe me. Oh my god. Bloody. He had it bloody. And we have hot air conditioned place and swimming pool. Oh yeah, I see it. Back and upstairs. And upstairs. And we have face to face romantic place. He said the same thing. No, 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 head with diarrhea. That guy said the same thing. No, no, 25, it's with diarrhea. 25, no, he was he was not saying with and diarrhea. One, one, he said, eight, one, and one. he said five years too. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's been, it's been no, five no, years. Five the times. whole mark. Five times. The whole no, the whole place has not had I'm no diarrhea. Looking good. All of this, no, yeah. no, no. I bet. Do you see those sausages right there? Yeah. I'm diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. Yeah. We know. I know. Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah. And why? He was like, he was like, oh, it's fine. So he's selling us on the restaurant. Did he sell you the same way? Because number twenty-five told us the same, made the same claim. I told him. Hey, I told him. One one seven, go to heaven. And one one eight, it's too late. Okay. And thirty-two, it's finger looking good. What's thirty-two? Thirty-two, it's finger looking good. That doesn't even rhyme. Oh, that's true. That's true. It doesn't rhyme. Sell them on the food. They do have a cute rhyme for that. Yeah, exactly. But the best one is 32. <laughs> because, hey, look, primer, no. We've got the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I will say um, the food that we did eat was really freaking good. I think we only ate one place where the food was not good. And that was like a random street food. Oh, that was awful. That place was disgusting. But every other place was re- was pretty good. It was good. It was good. What kind of stuff did we eat? We ate, well, the, the most traditional meal that's served everywhere is a tagine, which is cooked in this special clay pot. Isn't uh, the clay pot called the tagine? I don't think so. I think that's called something else. The tagine oh. is, the, is the actual meal. I thought that's what the pot was called. I could be. I also thought that it was really clever to sing tangine, 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 tangine. I'm begging you, please eat this chicken. <laughs> Which you did to no end. <laughs> I also did a tangine in a bottle. You gotta cook me <laughs> the, the right way. You gotta cook me the right way. Whatever. Everybody in our cooking class fucking loved that joke. I know. I know. They really did. Yeah, it went over very well. Yeah, we took a cooking class where we learned how to make lemon tangine and uh, or tagine. Tagine. And I gotta say, I was very impressed with myself. I did a good job. You did a great job. You could literally not mess it up because they were feeding us the ingredients and telling us exactly what to do step by step. And like in front of our little. And mine cooking, was still better than yours. Mm, no, it, it was. Yeah, it was. No, it was it wasn't. so good. Mine, mine was. was better no okay well you're rude um (laughs) (laughs) oh so um cooking things that are interesting that i mean 
I've only made couscous like one time, but most people's couscous takes like five minutes out mm-hmm. of the box, right? Um, the Moroccan couscous, they take two hours to make theirs. Yeah. This is something we learned in our cooking class. Yeah, it's a it's a long process because what they do is they make a stew underneath it and they steam it with the steam from the stew. And then they steam it, I think, for like 30 minutes the first time. Yeah, and then they steam it again. And then they take it out and then they hand rub they it with mas- oil. They massage, they massage it they massage so it gets light the- and fluffy. And they do that twice. So it takes forever and then you put the stew that you steamed under it on top of the couscous, and boom, you're rubbing, Moroccan. Rubbing on that couscous, rubbing on that couscous, <laughs> rubbing on that couscous. It's good, though. I will say, like, each grain of couscous is, like, super, super fluffy, mm-hmm. and they mix it with all this great stuff, a lot of times with lamb, but they also do a lot of things with, like, raisins, which you know I fucking love because of sweet and a meat. Yeah, we know. A sweet and a meat is what I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> like, um... <laughs> lamb with apricots, lamb with prunes, which honestly I was really worried that that was gonna fuck me up. More than more than you were already fucked up. Listen, the first two nights were rough, they and were I'm not <laughs> even rough. Like I was like shitting my life away. I was laying in bread. bed. I was laying in bed like, oh my god. We had we had, I had to like walk her through it. It was like uh, I had to do like fart yoga. It was like a like a final rite of passage or something, you know, I mean, like, we were preparing, like, her, for her death or throwing flowers. It was so, listen. I called a priest. Here's the thing, and it's not that the food was bad, because it was really, really good. It's just so heavily spiced, and then, and, and it's also are, very different, too. We don't eat a lot of red meat, but we ate more lamb, we ate, like, our weight in lamb. I ate there. lamb for lunch and dinner, and... And then all of the spices, there are things that we're not eating here. And so my stomach was like, girl, what are you doing? And at first, I mean, and here's the thing. I was fine. And then I laid down and I was like, what is happening to me? It was hilarious. You should, we had it her on. It wasn't funny. We were, it was, I was laughing. No, you weren't. I was. You weren't. You were like, baby, I love you. I'm sorry. Is that what you heard? Yeah, what did you Because I was cracking all sorts of jokes. Oh, my God. I don't remember you laughing. I remember you being very sweet to me. I was. Well, I was very helpful because I put you on a regimen of stretches that helped you. You were literally doing various stretches I know, to I help doing... move the things in your stomach around so that you didn't feel like you were being stabbed in the gut. You were like, usually when people do yoga, they fart a lot. So maybe you should just do some yoga. And I was like, oh, yeah. my God, you're so right. Yes. I was like, downward dog in this bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. It really worked. Vikram has a whole wind-relieving <laughs> series of shit. That is not a joke. I know, but you know what? There's something really messed up about that because you're in, like, a hot little box. It's so disgusting, like, You don't yes. need anyone else It's farting. gross. Like, farting is the worst thing. Like, they need to <laughs> plug each person up before they start. Plug it up. <laughs> Wait, we were singing Little Rasta Rasta. Oh yeah, because people were singing saying Rasta Rasta or like turning up the Bob mm. Marley while we walked by. <laughs> the, yeah, they were they were so into it and trying to sell you Bob Marley t shirts. Well because well, they sell Bob Marley t shirts in literally every corner of the world. That's really funny. Yeah, it was funny too because um the lady from our hotel was telling us, you know, how to like not get screwed over when we're in the Medina just in case you get lost. Because... And we got screwed over so many times. No, we only got screwed over one time. Yeah. I feel like I got screwed over a few more times. How many times did Okay, well, <laughs> we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that. No. I just mean in terms of, like, getting lost. Yeah. And it was really funny because um, this was, like, before the Rasta Rasta thing even started. 
So she, and this is kind of like a precursor, because she said to us, you know, just be careful, because what's going to happen is someone will ask you if you need help, and then, then they'll offer to take you to a friend who can help you. And then people will keep their eye out for you, and, like, they'll know. They'll be like, oh, the girl with the Bob Marley hair doesn't know how to get around. And Patrick and I were like, wait, what? Did you just say Bob Marley hair? And then she was like, that's what they're going to call they're gonna, Yeah, they, she prepped it. She was like, she was like, they're going to call you the girl with the Bob Marley hair, and okay? Then we were like, what? And then everywhere we went, they were like, Rasta, Rasta. And it was so funny because then we just kind of internally started calling me the Bob Marley bitch. And Bob Marley bitch, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got there. Because, because we were at this restaurant and this couple who we later found out were staying at our hotel, I thought they were just being shady because they just kept looking over over at me we were saying that the girl was making a face like oh i came here to get away from bob marley bitches <laughs> it was so funny because i was like girl why do you keep looking over here i was like you need to mind your own business they ended up like, being very nice no, i like them were, a lot they were super nice but it was really funny because we just started projecting onto people that they were calling me bob marley bitch and then like we went to this one restaurant and there was like another interracial couple and i was like another fucking bob marley bitch is here like there was a, there can only be one there can only be one right yeah we saw another we saw another uh, black woman with a white man another couple and we were like we'll have to kill we were plotting their death well, and here's the you thing. think we would be supportive i know we were like nah 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 nah, nah, cool, nah. Cool. We're, yeah in marrakesh um, there could be only one i know seriously we're trying to stand out of this bitch. Um, no, but the, the couple that we did meet from our hotel, it was very interesting because they were from Scotland. I'm not sure like what her ethnicity or like her race was, but she was like brown. Mm -hmm. And she, they said that they were getting actually like a lot of harassment. Really bad and harassment. It was really the kind bad. of the kind of harassment that was bad enough that she didn't want to go into details. Yeah, and I and I think or they they suspected that it was because people thought she was from Morocco the people there thought that she was Moroccan and dating this white man and they were like upset porner. about it so they were like yelling at her and, and yeah it sounded like unlike us where they have no business in our lives yeah, they it was thought like they had a they had positive. some stake I mean in... it was definitely annoying okay and then someone like I tweeted about just kind of some of the weird things that were happening in Morocco and I got a lot of messages from people that were saying that they had had negative experiences there like as black travelers and then someone sent me a blog that was like traveling while black and they had a whole breakdown of morocco it's like a whole blo really? blog dedicated to black travelers. was there really bad stuff on there was or was it more was of bad. this sort of same stuff you got it was well it, i think it all depends like it according to this it seemed like when you know black women were there by themselves they got a lot of harassment and mm. some people were saying like people were spitting at them and wow. what's so interesting is when we were walking through the medina a guy definitely spit in my direction but i thought that he was just like spitting for his own pleasure but mm -hmm. i remembered like jumping out of the way like what the fuck like that was a really close spit and then when i read this you thing i was like holy was shit maybe he was spitting at me because you know, like, whatever. In New York, people spit. But usually, when people spit in public, they spit, like, you know, in their own But see, I didn't see a lot of spitting there. Like, not exactly. many people actually spit. Here, like, it's, it's a cultural thing. Right, but I bring that up to say that I mean, our here, sidewalks are, like, practically sticky with spit. It's gross. I bring that up to say that here, if someone has to spit in public, they do it so that no one is actually, like, next to them when they're doing it. It's like a, you know, or they spit over the side of, like, the 
into the subway area. Or they spit in the elevator. Okay. It's disgusting. Okay. We're, not, we're getting <laughs> sidetracked. What I'm saying is that this person right. spit in my direction like no, I as I was walking next to him, which like at the time I was just kind of like, ew, gross. But then like on reflection, I kind of do think he was spitting at me, which was really fucked up. A lot of kids looked at me. Because, you know, kids are very honest, and mm-hmm. they are like, staring at me. And um, when we, like, this lady who was trying to sell, <laughs> she was trying to, first I thought she was trying to give me a gift. Granted, Right, because that happens. Well, she said, like, let me give you a gift. And I was like, okay, girl. And I then, can't, I just couldn't believe I was watching this happen. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is a sinking ship. And then she's like, now do you have a gift for me? And to like, me, because that's what they do. They give you something. <laughs> you were walking around like, everyone wants to give me things. I was like, no, I know after no, they no, do, no. they that turn to me and only, say, where's my money? That was the only time, but I did talk. No, the little kid. The kid gave me a thing and he didn't want any money. That's because he I, came. That's because he came to me and was like, "Okay, where's my money?" He did. Yes, he did. Oh my god! Because I asked him, I was like, "No, no, no, I don't want this." Thinking because that he's you're my wife, and me. so they go. They're still very patriarchal, oh, so that's it's it. like that's true. they that's turn true. to me and go, "As the man, where's the money?" Well, here's the thing. Okay, so I wanted to bring up that lady because she asked me like, "Where are you from?" And I said, "New York." And she was like, "Oh, I thought you were from Jamaica," because clearly, you know, a black person has to with dreads. Must be from Jamaica. No, I don't. I'm not a Rasta. She's not a Rasta. Obviously. Which was so weird. Like, no one even assumed I could be from Africa. That was the strangest thing. We're in fucking (laughs) Africa. But I digress. (laughs) And I said to her, um, I said, you know, it's interesting. Uh, A lot of people have been staring at me. And she was like, well, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why? She was like, well, because you're so brown. And she, like, pulled back her, she, like, pulled back her, like, little sleeve on her um, hijab. And your, or is it a niqab when it's covers? I think it's the niqab. I don't know, but she was you. covered everything but her eyes. Everything but her eyes. So you really and couldn't see And she kind her. of, like, pulled back her sleeve and put her arm up next to me. And she was like, you're a little browner than me. And I was just like, that was, it was so weird. And then it happened again when we were trying to find this restaurant. The guy fucked us over. It was, like literally right next to us yeah. and he took us all <laughs> through the medina on this like winding road he's like oh it's over here so it's right over here right up here yeah and then we get to the place and he goes to patrick you know pay me he wanted something like the equivalent of 20 dollars 200 durhams so it's uh 10 durhams to the dollar so he asked for 200 durhams and patrick's like which is obscene which not is just because much. he lied to us and and we were right next to the place but, but also he, 20 dollars to help bucks you find a place for like a five minute walk to help us find somewhere when we didn't even ask you to do that i no, mean we did we just said you know where is we were you know asking for directions is. not right. for a guide you know right and we tried to be like no you don't have to guide us he took us all around the way and so then Patrick was like, all right, I'll give him like a dollar, two dollars, you know? And this dude, he gets so indignant and he puts his arm up next to mine and he didn't speak, really speak any English. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of was like, like motioning between our arms, like, come on, come on. And I'm looking at him like, is he really suggesting that you should pay him because he's brown and I'm brown? I was like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Y'all act like you're not black. It's so it's so weird because like there were so many instances. Oh yeah, yeah, they refer to they refer to African as something foreign. As something different from right. them. As if they're not on that continent. Like we were in a store and Patrick picked up this mask that we ended up buying 
And oh, it's cool. It's so cool. And Pat's like, oh, where is this from? And the guy says, oh, the Africans made it. <laughs> yeah, the Africans made it. I was, like, I was like, did you make this? Because <laughs> so, you know he was African, right? Because, <laughs> like, what? And then our tour guide did the same thing. He's, like, telling us about um, Timbuktu and how the, the people would come and they would trade things. And he was like, the Africans would come and trade with the, with, you know, with us. And yeah. we're like, be at like you are African, yeah. sir. Like it was very, very strange. <laughs> like they are. And when I t again, when I tweeted about it, I had lots of people say, "Yes, it's anti-black as fuck." Like they really. And and after you, we asked the guy. They're like, anti a lot of things there. I've, I I because remember we talked to the one guy who was Jewish. He mentions the Jewish sector. There is a Jewish sector. You there. know, he said that he could speak Hebrew, and the person was like, Ooh. "What was weird about that guy though is he was like." He then transitioned into like, yeah, I guess they didn't know I was Jewish. I like I should have just taken out my schlong right there. And me and Patrick were like, oh no, abort, go oh, back, God. please. But he was also with a woman, and they were hitting on us, so it was. Okay. Yeah, they, they were, were, I think they were trying to like swing with us. I don't they know. They were definitely swingers, and the guy was so weird because he was telling us that because we were telling about the Rasta Rasta thing and I think they were from the UK and he said that people were saying Harry Potter to him mm. everywhere which he didn't look like Harry Potter and then I said oh like you kind of look like that actor Dominic West and he was like who who are you talking from the about? wire from the wire and I was like yeah you look like him and so I like pulled up a picture of him he did they both look equally kind of beat up yeah no he looked like because Dominic West Looks like somebody beat him up. And this guy <laughs> looked repeatedly. This guy looked like a leather handbag that had been molded to look like Dominic West, <laughs> and then someone played soccer with it. Like he was a rough. I mean, I think Dominic West is is good looking, but like a rough kind of good looking, kind right. of like a Daryl from you know Walking Dead, just like a little rough, you know. Yeah. Um. And so the guy's like, oh, oh, what does this guy look like? So I like pull up a picture, and I'm like, no, it's okay. Like he's a Good-looking guy. Like, I'm not calling you ugly, you know? And then he, like, kind of made a face like, mm, okay. And then the, you know, Patrick was saying that someone said he looked like this soccer player who is not good-looking. No, all. he looked like Gordon Ramsay. Right. And then the guy said that, then the guy said that you looked like Leonardo DiCaprio. And then, oh, dude's girlfriend is like, oh, you are, you do look like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> And the guy's like, okay, so you're going to go with him, and then he, and I'm going to go with you. And I'm like, wait, what? He was like, oh, yeah. you think she looks yeah. like Leonardo DiCaprio? Okay, totally. go ahead. I was, yeah. It was so... And he was joking in that, unless you're going to do it way. Yeah, unless you're going to do it. Totally. Yeah, but he was, also, <laughs> he was also talking about how he almost got into a fight because somebody grabbed his girlfriend while they were out in the Medina, and then he, you know, he started reliving it and got a little pissed off. He was like, you know, started saying, "What would you do? You know, what would you do if someone grabbed her?" And I, I, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, obviously I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't be very happy about it. Anyway, he turns around and goes to say goodbye, grabs Fran's hand and like kisses it gently. No, and it wasn't, and it wasn't just it like it was a, gross. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you got pissed because somebody touched yeah. your girlfriend, so and gross. now you're kissing my wife's arm? Like, yeah, what are and you it doing? wasn't like a, it wasn't just like a little peck. It was like a, it was like a, let me look deep in here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he practically licked you. He's like, I want to taste you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw them when they were leaving and you weren't with me. Okay, this is the other thing that was so weird about them, which again, now in, in retrospect, I feel like they were dropping all of these hints that they were trying to fuck us because... 
they were like, oh, yeah, we haven't done anything. Like, we've just stayed in our hotel. And I was just like, "It like, come on. Like, you're yeah. in Marrakesh. Like, go explore the world. But now I'm realizing that they were probably like, we're just staying in our hotel and, like, having lots of sex, which is totally fine. Like, that's your business. But I see them when they're getting ready to leave. And I'm like, oh, so is this your, you know, you guys are leaving? Or is this the, your first time leaving the hotel in a few days? And he was like, ha, ha, ha. And she's, like, running around frantically because she, like, lost something. Like, she couldn't find something. And he looks at me, and he's like, she's looking for some sexy panties to put on for me. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Why? Like, you are why? So, Who are you? Why do you need to say that to me? Like, okay, fine. It was so gross. And then he was like, isn't she so hot? And, I mean, she wasn't that hot. Mm, she was, like, maybe a six. Don't rate women, Patrick. You're going to get nasty tweets about Oh, that. really? That's not nice. Okay. Oh, really? No, it's oh, not. You were just talking about how she wasn't that hot. Yeah, but I didn't assign I just a, put it in, like, a numerical I, value on exactly, it. Exactly. And I didn't assign a numerical value to her. She's still. What's the, what's she, the difference? I'm trying to see the difference here. The difference is. One is a number, and one just, you know, lets people create. And one is just an insult. It's a regular I insult. Didn't, I didn't insult her. Right, I just, like, right. she wasn't my thing. You know, okay. whatever. Like, she was cute. All right, we'll, we'll switch to, like, maybe maybe letters, letters would be better. I'll give her an E. <laughs> <laughs> on, an a to 20, on an A to Z, that's not that bad. So that's very nice of Okay, so, so positive numbers would work. If she was a 10 out of 10. That would be acceptable. Yeah, if you call somebody t 10, I would be okay with that. Okay, so it's not the wasn't. number system that's, that's upsetting. It's the lower numbers. She still got better than 50%. Okay, that's true. That's passing. That's true, that's true. She just, whatever. He just said it to, like, I don't know, gauge my reaction to see if I was going to be like, yeah, she's fine. I don't know what. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. I have sexy underwear. Let me go get them. I was like, oh, my God. We have some <laughs> We've got something in common. Um, it was just, he was just gross and weird but we did meet a lot of cool people we, we did we met this couple at a restaurant and we spent like half of our time in the restaurant trying to figure out how to talk to them oh yeah we wanted to well there's before we met them well yeah that was when we were just we were just tired of not what, talking to people that's what you didn't say that you said we met this couple in the restaurant right we met this couple in the restaurant we spent half the time in the restaurant trying to figure out how to talk to them like I mean, it's inferred. I was just clarifying. No, it wasn't inferred. It's inferred that we had to Not enough. That's why I had to clarify it. Oh, God. Okay, so we were sitting next to them, <laughs> and we could hear the I'm giving your clarity maybe a 2 out of 10 okay, right now. Okay, don't you use <laughs> no numbers. No numbers. Numbers are <laughs> off limits. Don't you dare use numbers <laughs> to rate me. Um, they spoke English, so we were like, oh, my God, okay. Because what was, you know, here's the thing. We're in another country, and a lot of people... We're speaking just like so many different languages. There's a lot of tourism there, but it was not really so much American tourists. Uh, there were a lot of Londoners there, but you had to seek them out. A whole lot of people who didn't speak any English. French, uh, German. French and German primarily. In fact, French is the primary second language there after Well, I learned that it had something to do Arabic. with like colonization at some time or something that happened there. Totally. But, but so you go to a museum and while, you know, a lot of places you go and, you know, it's got the it's got whatever the local language is and then you some so something like, you know, English underneath it for visitors. Most of the places we went to has Arabic and French. Here it was French, yeah. So they're sitting next to us, and we're like, oh, shit, they speak English. This is great. Yeah, they're about our age. They looked, you know, they looked like a nice couple. Yes. So we, we wanted were, some friends. We were desperate for friends. Um, and so we strategized. They were smoking 
to have Patrick ask them for a lighter. I don't know if you know that Patrick has not quit smoking cigarettes. Okay, okay. Um, and so <laughs> we were like, oh, we asked them for a lighter. And then we had to, you know, we got to keep up the charade so that he, they didn't see that you did have a lighter. Right. And then we started talking to them and they were really, really sweet. And they yeah, were they were so really nice. Cool. And it was so great because um, we used our little phone because our um, Riyadh, which is kind of like a hotel, gave us a little phone just in case we got lost. So we called a cab for them. And it was so cool because the next day they called us on that phone. And we're like, who the fuck is calling us on this? I didn't even know it was like ringing in your bag. And I'm thinking, what is that noise? Like, that's not our I was like, why is my bag making noise? That's not our, our cell phone ring. And um, they had called, they like got the number of their cab driver and called him to get our phone number so they could invite us to dinner. It was so nice. That was nice. And now we're friends. And yeah, exactly. I've talked to her on Snapchat, actually. Very nice. She's been snapping me. Yeah, so we met them and then we met some people from our um, cooking class, which was, was super fun. Um, and, and we went out to the place with the weakest drinks ever. We drank, it was, it was two for one. It was, it was happy hour every hour. And so we, I think oh, yeah, we ordered. Yeah, their happy hour is all evening. We ordered really four rounds, which means eight drinks. And I think I got more sober as we as we were drinking. Yeah, I was by not the end, drunk I, at all. Yeah, I was drinking mojitos. By the end, I'm pretty sure they were just giving me Sprite with mint in it. Yeah, that was really weird. But the food there was really good. The food and was good. And this was really funny. When we had walked there, that's when they were calling the girl Lady Gaga and like me, Miss Obama. And it was really just traumatic. And one of the guys, Glenn, says, oh, my gosh, I felt like I was in Game of Thrones when they were like, shame, shame, shame. Yeah. <laughs> we sit down at our table at the restaurant. Why did they start playing a dance remix of the Game of Thrones theme song? To shame us. That's what <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> It was so funny. I was like, this is weird. But they do film some Game of Thrones stuff there. We went and saw, like, these old, like, what are those called? Do you, do you remember what that was called? Oh, shit. They're called... Um... God, I forget what that area was called, but they did like Gladiator there. Yeah, they did Gladiator, Game of Thrones, where um, Khaleesi is. What is that? What is that city called? I don't know. The it's... city that Khaleesi frees from the frees the slaves in. I don't know. I don't remember what the name of that is. There's yeah. so many. That city is is actually places. a lot of that was filmed there. Yeah, but it was really funny because we were like walking through the little neighborhoods, and I mean, it's super old, like no running water, like no indoor plumbing, sort of old. And this lady's like, oh, come in, come in. So my dumbass, I just, I'm not used to, and I, we built it up, which kind of sucks, but this idea that like everyone's trying to sell you something or everyone wants money, like that's not in my nature. So this woman being like, oh, come, come, look, come look at my house. Right. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. So she like invites me. This is me. very nice of this person. This is awesome. So I like walk in and I see like she shows me her goats and she shows me her little like, a burner like stove and I go in her little room and she's got like a gladiator poster up and we're in there like taking pictures. She's and... never seen gladiator. No, she's not seen. She doesn't even have a TV. Like, or electricity. Or electricity. Like, no, they haven't seen gladiator. And then she just like instantly wants money. Did you give her money? I did. And she was, she, it was not enough for her. It wasn't enough. No. Yeah. It was, it was just, it was. I mean, a... we spent like 30 seconds inside of her home. And she, she, and she wanted, the thing of course, too. She, she wanted she, a ton of money. She <laughs> wouldn't take no for an answer in the sense that, like, when she waved at me, I was like, oh, hi. 
And then she was like, come, come in. And I was like, no, it's okay. And she was like, please, please. Like, she didn't say please. But she was just, like, motioning me. And she was, like, you know, putting her hand on my shoulder. Like, no, no, please come into my home. And I was just like, wow, that's really nice of her. But it was just, like, everywhere we went. Like, I'm telling you, the the people would seamlessly transition from, like, a wave to, like, a handbag. Like, it was just like that. It was just like a once. Or they'd be like, hi, money. It was. Oh, man. Even a little girl came up to Patrick. When I tell you, she was coming out of her house with her book bag on like on her way to school maybe five years old oh walks right out the door and just walks right up to patrick puts her hand out like just like give me some money just yes please just give me. it was it's it is really intense there for that reason the guy who wanted us to help him with his english just let me see you know just just i want to show you this or or isn't this nice no money don't worry about it or, hey can you help me read this thing that was the worst one the guy that you were talking about that i think his name was meaty this oh guy, my goodness. this he guy was the a, slickest. He had a slick little game. First, he stopped us and he said, do you speak English? And we said, yes. He said, I have something and I want to understand what unravel means. Right, you, that's right. You, he wanted you, some definitions at first. Can you read this for me? And we said, oh, unravel means to take apart. He said, no, 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 no. I'm working on my accent. I want to just make sure that I, I know how to say it correctly. Can you read this thing? So we're like, okay, like, you know, that doesn't so sound start, like a sales pitch. I start reading it, right? And it is literally a sales pitch it's that I'm book, reading. It's a book of It's a book of testimonials. And so I'm reading them. <laughs> I'm reading them. It's like, it's like, it's like media is the best. Definitely give him all your money. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> like every testimonial. He was, and he was tailoring it to us, too. He's like, what do you do? I said, I'm a lawyer. He's like, I have a judge from California in this book. <laughs> And then he flips to it, and it's like, you're probably wondering why this random guy asked you into a <laughs> shop to help him read English. And I was like, yeah, I am actually wondering that. It's, it's like, like, it's like and you might be a little turned off at first, but don't be afraid <laughs> to go upstairs. He's like, yeah, my shop is upstairs. We're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Turns out the guy's a holistic healer. He does Reiki, which is like a laying on of hands, it was heal so funny you too, through because, love sort of thing. Because he very slowly let us know what he did. And the mo- and After Patrick, we had read like 20 testimonials. And, now how you know, and this is the other thing, too. How are you going to say that this man cured you of back pain when you were on vacation? They're like, never had back pain again. It's like, you were here for like a week. One one person's testimonial said, it took one session and then I stopped taking my medications. I was like, that (laughs) that person's probably dead. Like, you don't know. You were here for a weekend. He's like, this person was a physical therapist and couldn't heal themselves. You're like, well, yeah, you can't work on yourself (laughs) if you're a physical therapist. No, no it's a massage therapist. It's like they can't even massage themselves. What kind of what kind of profession is this? <laughs> but it was so funny because Patrick's like, "Oh, you're a heal- like you're a healer. What do you do?" He's like, "Oh, I do Reiki." And I could see Patrick's brain be like, "Oh, Reiki," and like look at me like we need to get the fuck out. Of here. I don't fuck with those Reiki people. I don't. <laughs> I'm Reiki master. Reiki never touches someone. You put your hand over the body, you scan the body, and you observe like like a magnet. You observe mm-hmm. that a, is that that's Reiki. <laughs> It was so funny, and he was so, and then he says to me, he starts trying to rope me, and I was like, no, don't talk to me. Oh, you were glazed, though. You, Your face, was, everything about your posture said, no, thank you. I was like, no, sir, I'm done. And he's like, I told him I'm an actor. He's like, oh, let me show you. I have an actress in here, whatever. And then we're like, okay, we're going to go. And he's like, no, 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 would you snort? And we're like, no, <laughs> get away from us. He's like, put your arms out like this. I'll fix you. It's only it's only uh, six. And it was like, he was so good yeah. at like lacing in how much it cost. Yeah. He was like, you know, this person's like, yeah, it was only uh, 600 dirhams, which is about $60. And we're just like, oh my gosh. And it was so 
it, it, it impressed me in the sense that I, I didn't see it coming. I know. I just felt so bad because I was like, here's one guy who I can actually form some short bond with. It was nice and we talked. But it was sketchy because he would go back and forth between not knowing how to pronounce certain words and then he would be like, okay, so um, healer. Is it healer or healer? And you're like, first of all, if you are a healer, you know how to fucking pronounce healer, <laughs> You did know sir. how to pronounce you that You know stuff. exactly how to pronounce these he words. He was so full of shit. And, and, and suddenly you're just like picking and choosing and asking Patrick to read I mean, and, and this testimonial is from, like, 2011. Like, sir, if you want me to believe that you're really good at what you do, show me some current shit. They're all dead now. Because, they stopped taking their meds. <laughs> like, how are you going to stop taking your medication because some man in Marrakesh put his hands on you? Like, get the fuck out of here. That oh, made me man. so mad. That one, that one hurt my feelings a little bit. Because I, I thought we had something. I, I thought we shared a moment. Patrick was totally drawn in. But you know what? That just goes to show that you're too trusting. I had a guy try to sell me a dress for 1,600 dirhams, which is 160 bucks. Right. You also had a woman give you a bracelet. You said, oh, thank you. This is the sweetest thing. You were just giving me this okay, gift, but, kind lady but, on the street. But, sir, <laughs> sir, when someone tried to sell me something for $160, I said, no, I'm going to shop around. Your you ass did. went out to go buy a leather book bag. I'm, I'm going to take a nap. Patrick's like, I'm going to go. I really want to find a leather book bag. They have a lot of really good handmade leather goods there. What because, can you do? Patrick, and this is the thing. You didn't even need another leather book bag because you already have one. I do. And and the, Patrick is so in love with this book bag. I swear to you, when he puts it on, he does like a fucking fashion show in our apartment. He's like, have you, seen my, true. Have you seen my leather bag? Have true. You Why do you make me this? sound like that? Have you seen this bag? And you like, you're like, on the runway, on the runway. I do like, sing sometimes. Dancing around, stunned in the mirror. I'm like, sir, I know that you have a leather book bag. I've seen it. You show it to me every time you put it on. So we're in Marrakesh. He's like, I really want another leather book bag i'm gonna take a nap he's like i'll be back in an hour he comes back i swear patrick was like confessing to me he's like baby i have to talk to you it's like it was really i was they, like they came like, at me from everywhere I, I blew our life savings baby but i got four leather bags ah! how not only did you buy four leather bags two of them were the same bag like, you know what it was it was like when you it was like when you gamble you know and you lose the first time and you lose the second time you're like no 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 third time i'm gonna <laughs> win the third time is my time i'm gonna get all the money back i'm gonna make up for all of my past losses i got this and so i kept going back to bargain with them and i kept i kept losing i yeah, lost but how did you and this is the thing too is because when you told me the story they're just you, so good you, you just get how, sucked in and they you, you told me how much they were and i was like oh you didn't do that bad there was one that was kind of expensive the other ones you spent like 30 something bucks but then like as the trip progressed you like slowly <laughs> confessed <laughs> how much you really paid for the bag i wasn't I was ready like, wait a second so you're a liar and a scammer <laughs> and you like fraud because that's not how much you told me i was like wait a second you said you spent 350 dollars on that bag He's like, well, okay, maybe it was more like 70. I was like, it wasn't that much. How much was it? <laughs> I don't want to listen, listen, listen. And one of them smelled like donkey poop. <laughs> We're sitting at the restaurant. We I'm, like, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> 
my man bag. I'm like, oh my God. It smells like someone took a shit right next to our table. <laughs> we took to call and get the poop bag. I know. First you start going get the poop bag to mock me. And then by the end of the trip, I was like, we grab my poop bag before we go. <laughs> uh, like to your credit, it did get better. It, get, it was the glue that they use. It smells pretty funky. Oh so they use, God. they stitch it together and they also use like a leather glue. And I, I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. It's that glue that smells so weird. Yo, this was the it's cross. It's also glue made of donkey poop. This is the cross that Patrick had to bear. Because every single time we'd be talking to people, someone would be like, oh, have you bought any leather goods? Patrick would be like, no. <laughs> Damn it. And then we would be walking and Patrick would see some leather bags. He'd be like, okay, I just want, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> need to look at anything else you already have four and one of them was really expensive and i thought it was I, you know i thought it was reasonably priced and then you revealed to me that it was more expensive you like you like rounded no down. that one that one was like about a hundred bucks and it's really was it, nice was it really because it's, at yes. one point it's you made with like cactus silk on the inside i don't know if that's an expensive thing actually it sounds kind of cheap you don't even know if that, that exists I, I don't know i don't Cact know if you can cactuses are fucking everywhere okay <laughs> yes. it's not like a rare it's probably like the lowest quality <laughs> fabric ever <laughs> i swear it's so funny because like you know when, here in New York, you look at tourists as like really annoying and really dumb because they always like, you know, whatever. You don't know how to get around, fine. But like they stand at the top of the subway with like a gigantic map. They're always in your way. You're just like, oh, fucking tourists. And then we go to another country and we become those people. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, like when you look at. Um, but we are fish in a barrel. Like when you're in a, the, you know, the Tom and Jerry cartoons where like the, the mouse turns into like a big thing of like meat or something right they get hungry and the person turns into a big turkey and leg like, and they start like salivating that was us we turned in, into a giant durham we were just like walking durhams and every <laughs> yes. single person just wanted to sell us stuff and it's it's really it's weird because you just get uncomfortable and yeah the the thing was was that and and I don't want to like throw shade at Morocco. I, although Morocco is the one place that could use shade because it is fucking <laughs> it's hot, so hot here. and it is fucking sunny. <laughs> that was a good one. I like. But that. we like to laugh at, at just how ridiculous and it, it like, was. And it sounds and I don't. It, yeah. We like to play that up because it's funny and and, we're, and we think it's really funny. Um, but the truth is, it's part of the culture to do a lot of bartering. There is no such thing as a as a value for anything there because that was one of the centers for the caravans that would come through and mm -hmm. the trading caravans and so. That that center, Jamal Alfna, where it's kind of like all the food stalls and the performers and things like that, that's left over from, from a caravan culture where they would come and they would trade. Right. And so it's a very trade-based culture there. So there really is no value, like objective value to anything there. It's really what you can what you can trade it for or what you can get for it. And so that's why everyone there is very um, aggressive and very, very haggle-based. Well, it's interesting because just because they're like that too, and I read this a few places, and it, I think it took us a little while to get to this point because it is so aggressive and so foreign to us, is that there's a lot of real kindness and decency you know, they're still very nice and the friendliness. Yeah, you know, if you bought something, they were joking around with you and they became your buddies. Absolutely. For sure. And you know, and one guy was overcharging me a little bit and he you know, he was like he was like, you know, don't worry about the it was the first leather bag that I bought. <laughs> he was like, Don't worry about the difference and everybody there was pushing so hard to get the most and, and I think he knew that I was being nice, I was a nice guy and he didn't wanna you know, take as much advantage of me as he as he could. I was still paying almost nothing for a leather bag. I mean, that yeah, same no, leather that bag you, here. That one you really did pay. Would have cost at, at least twice, maybe three times as much. But what I mean, whatever. Like the point is, is that th there is a lot of friendliness there, 
it's just so closely tied when you're a tourist to the to the purchasing that it feels false. Well, the but, other the, but the reality is it's not it's not really false. The other thing that we learned from our tour guide that was really interesting and gave us a better perspective is that for a lot of these people, because they're all on top of each other, it's really, really hard to make a sale because you're selling the same thing that the guy next door to you is selling. And a lot of them kind of know exactly how much money they need to make in order to pay their rent. And so they are really busting their ass to try and make that 100 Durham for the day, which is you know maybe just 10 bucks. Maybe they only need like 30 bucks in order to know that this is how much they need to make for the whole month. And so they take it super seriously. And then, because we were seeing multiple times during our trip where one store would just be closed at a random time. And we learned from our tour guide that it was because a lot of places, as soon as they make the amount that they need for the month, they just close up and they go home. They go about their lives, which is cool to think, you know, they're, they're not trying to trying to make a fortune. They're trying to get by exactly. so that they can go back to their families and go about their lives. I, I, I mean, shit, I'm a little jealous. I know, because then, then you would go in some places and they would totally ignore you and would be like, what the fuck? Why is this guy not giving us any attention? <laughs> and it's because he- Why aren't you aggressively selling me something? Because they had already finished making their sales for the day. And so mm. then they're just like, whatever. I don't even need you. If you buy something, awesome. If not, like, I'm good. But it also, because remember that guy that made that dress for me? He was so cute. And he, like, every, I went to this place, and the reason I didn't buy that $160 dress is because I went to another place, and they had the same dress for 35 bucks, But they didn't have the color I wanted. And the guy was, like, using the loom. He was, like, making. He's making the fabric. Making from, the from fabric scratch, from, yeah. from scratch. And so he was, like, come back in two days. I'll, and he didn't speak English. So, I mean, like, this was a whole like, you know, sign language deal, sure. thing to explain it. But he basically said, come back in two days. And he would make it for me in a purple color because that's what I wanted. And uh, uh, and it was like a straight-up Game of Thrones tunic. <laughs> oh, my God. Throughout the course of the trip, I realized I didn't really want with it. The, with, the right, with the right sandals, you would have looked like you were looking for Jesus of Nazareth. I know. It was just – but then I felt so bad because every time we would walk, it was right on the way to our – to our Riyadh, every time I would walk by, he would run out, he would flag me down, he'd be like, miss, miss, miss. So we finally went back, and, um, you know, I, I think I spent 40 bucks on it. He was so happy. He was so sweet. He gave us, like, a pen, like a mm. pen that he had, like, wrapped in, in – um, thread and added like these little flies. It was the ugliest <laughs> was hideous pen. It was hideous. But, but he... it was nice. It was a nice gesture because he was so grateful that oh you had God. spent the $40 on his particular stuff. And and he was really, really proud of what he did. He showed us his loom and how he made it. Yeah. He showed us all of his stuff and he even showed us a contract he has with someone in Brooklyn. Because we told him we're from New York. Right. And he was so excited. To supply them with some of his garments that are, that are all handmade so that they can mark them up to probably like $400. Box and, and I did buy here. a shawl for my mom. I mean, his his stuff was beautiful, and it was to me it was really cool. But he was really he was really proud of his of his work. He got the the impression that people really did take a lot of pride in what they were doing. Oh yeah, uh, those lant like the lanterns and stuff that we saw they were 
out of this world beautiful. I mean, yeah. you have every reason to be proud of them because Absolutely. here they would cost a fortune. And they were really eager to share that with you. That was very genuine. And I think that it took us a minute to get the hang of the of the aggressive sales pitches because it's literally everywhere you walk in inside of the Medina. It doesn't matter where you go. You're constantly being approached by people. But well, we, you strategized that if we did, everyone would always ask where we were from. And if you said New York, then like they ramped up the sales. Yes, I think they that's what they were doing. It took me a while because I was like, everybody immediately and that's not a crazy thing to ask a traveler but then I realized what they were doing was frequently just gathering information so they knew the price point that they could put me yeah because then Patrick's like oh we're from Oklahoma and the people are like oh <laughs> just like left us alone. <laughs> <laughs> they just left I was like, like I don't know where that is yeah. oh yeah we live in a swamp <laughs> In the middle of uh, nowhere. The first time he did it, I was like, was like I, I almost corrected him. I'm like, why is he saying that? And then when I saw the guy's reaction, oh, yeah. I was like, that's pretty freaking genius. <laughs> he was like, oh, never mind. They call it a Riyadh, which is kind of like a, we again, another thing that we learned, a more personal stay. But very personal. Because we were getting. Because they were like all the way up our asses. We were getting so annoyed. Uh, like every single time we would leave, they'd be like, where are you going? What time will you be back? Who will you be with? I'm like, bitch, I'm not in high school. Like you're not my mother. It really did feel like you had some parents there. You kept, we, we left one time and nobody came out to see it. Nobody saw us leave. We came back 40 minutes later, and they just they pop out of the bushes, too. They're like, the, where were you? Staff. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> they were like, where did you go? How did you get out without us knowing? It was like, what, are you supposed to? Do we report to you now? What is this? I mean, you, honestly, you couldn't walk in and just, like, get to your room. Like, you had to walk past, like, the little, their, their version of a reception area because they didn't really have a reception. It it's just, like a house. It's a house with a number of rooms, and it's run like it's, it's you're full a guest service. In, you're, you're a guest in their home. You're a guest in their home, and, and they take that very seriously, and they want to treat you well as a guest it was like I felt like I was a, a kid that had snuck out of my house and was trying to sneak back in to get to my room so that like I wouldn't wake up my parents because the minute you tried to get by they were like hello how are you oh do you God. want some tea do you want some cookies do you want some lemonade and you're just like no I just want to get to my room yeah, and like I don't get want anything but to get out of this heat and they're just like how, how did you have fun da, 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 da. and the other thing is too is I think that they had some agreements with some of the places because oh, yeah. we went out to dinner with our friends and we went to like kind of their version of medieval times. It's called um, fantasy. And yeah, so they had. Fa it's called Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah, they were doing performances. Like and so we asked the ladies to make us a reservation there. And her response was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to go there. We're like, no, we, we do want to yeah. go. She's they like, demanded that they made, that they would make all the reservations. But for she us. says to me, she says, 
oh, well, you know, it's really hokey and touristy, and if you don't have people to go with, it's not going to be fun. And I was like, oh, well, we do have people to go with. Oh, the then, only reason we were going is because we met other people that were going. Right, and then she's like, oh, no, but you still don't want to go. It's like, yeah. but you just told me. She's like, oh, you'll never find them. And we're like, okay, well. And then, yeah, she did everything she could to make it sound like it was an impossible thing to do. She's like, there's going to be 4,000. She said 4,000. Not like an, not like she was exaggerating. She was like, there'll be like 4,000 people there. You'll never find them. So then we said to them, um, can you make us a reservation? They didn't make us the reservation, but our friends just amended theirs to add us onto it. And then they, the people at our Riyadh were still like, okay, but are you sure? We're like, well, no, we're going to go. We're, they're going to actually pick us up now. And they were like, mm, yeah, we don't I mean, need I'm you. Not, I'm still not sure you're going to like it. We were like, we were like filing for emancipation by the end of this. And then we ended up having an amazing time. Uh, we and had, we had arguments with them. We were like, we were like, I you're mean, not the boss of me. You're not a real mom. <laughs> exactly. I'll do whatever I want. I'm never coming back. Exactly. It was so annoying. They, they were a little overbearing. It took us it took us a little while to get used to that too. And then by the end they were like, it was so funny. They were like, so we need to talk to you about the rating for TripAdvisor, which we still haven't done. We probably should go through it. Oh, like, we should, yeah. Rate all the places. But they were like, so you need to give us five stars. Like it wasn't even like they asked us like how did we feel Yeah, they about approached it? us separately too. They had us, they cornered us. Separately, it was like a divide and conquer measure. It was so intense. And like, we'll give you, I mean, we did have a good time, but I just wish that they had said to us, hey, if you had a good time, like TripAdvisor is really important to us. Like, we would appreciate you to give us, you know, your honest feedback if there's anything that we could change or make better, you know. And then I would have been like, yeah, sure, I'll give you five stars. But to seriously corner us and be like, you need to give us five uh, they stars. Didn't, they weren't quite like that. Not with me, anyway. I, I mean, they did With say, me, like, it was like, he was, he said something like, you know, I just want to make sure you're going to go on TripAdvisor. And I said, okay, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And then we started talking about something else. And he was like, but seriously, can we count on five stars? I was like, well, you you can count on whatever I give you. You'll see it when I post it, you know? And it's like, what are you going to do? Fly to New York and like beat us up? If to be fair, the do? service was, I mean, it was incredible. And it, for us, it was a little... It would have been nicer if the rest of the city was more mellow, but because it's so intense outside of the Riyadh. Yeah, we needed like a place to just like relax. We wanted to come back and not be pestered at all. And so it was like, it would have been better if the rest of the city had a different vibe. Yeah, that's but, not their fault. And it's not their fault. And they definitely deserve the five stars because they were... They were really, really eager to make us happy in every possible way. Yeah, so, they did. And like the the breakfast that we had was And the breakfast was insane. Oh my god, it was so every morning. freaking good. We would eat this stuff called Amalu. And we would go Amalu, Amalu, Ama, Ama. You would amaloo. go Amalu, Amalu. No, you would do ama, that too. Ama. Yeah, I guess um, I did. it's called it's um almonds and uh argan oil, argan oil which is like a, one of their big exports there. You probably have used it for like your hair, your skin. You can also cook with it um, and make like salad dressings and stuff. And Amlu is basically a better peanut butter. It's so freaking good. It's expensive. Oh my God. It's, and honestly, even the argan oil to like dip your bread in is really good. It's like very nutty. It's very nutty. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. So we would eat um, these little things that we started calling pan crepes, which they're not pan crepes. They're just like a crepe but, or like a Moroccan bread that was so freaking good. And we would eat like eggs. And, and we renamed sausage. like half the things we encountered. <laughs> we, we, made, we made the Moroccan like traditional breakfast bread into pan crepes. <laughs> I know. We had uh, what, Moroccan? Baklava, which yeah. is which is a chicken pastilla, which is like which is basically like if you took baklava and added chicken to it. Oh my it. god, it was so good! It's like the filo dough from baklava 
covered in cinnamon and sugar, and then inside it's like a ground seasoned chicken with like were those pistachios inside? Like I think it was almond. It was ground oh almond with sugar and God. cinnamon. God, it was so freaking good. You know I love a sweet of meat. I know you do. Oh my God, it was so, so good. And then like, but you know what's also funny that I love about us is that we always make up like these little stories and things because the omelu, like every day it was a different consistency. Like sometimes it would be really thick and then other days it would be really runny. <laughs> and so like, I'm like, hmm, the omelu is very watery today. And Patrick's like, kill them like as if I'm some sort of like some sort of caftan queen which is like a story oh, right, which is a whole other thing that we start so all the whole trip I was the caftan queen I was like caftan queen so we like built this story that was basically Game of Thrones starring me pretty much <laughs> it, was, it was you as Khaleesi no I wasn't Khaleesi you were pretty close yeah but I was basically the story was that Every morning, based on how the consistency of the omelu was, I would decide if I would kill <laughs> Kill whoever made the omelu. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story, by the way. No, no, no. But then it ended up turning out that the twist of the story was, because then, you know, then they have to have a guy who comes after, after I've killed all these guys, one guy comes and I fall in love with him because he, like, gives me lip and, like, nobody ever gives me lip. And then, and then like, you know, we <laughs> that, start. That guy's based on me, apparently. Exactly. And then, like, we fall in love, and then it's revealed then that, like, one day, you know, like, me and the guy are in bed together, and they bring us the breakfast, and then the omelu is, like, watery, and then, like, we have a look, and he, he's, like, kill him. He, like, he has to kill, like, his brother or something. And it ends up being his brother. That's yeah. The guy who made the omelu that day was his brother. And but he, now he knows that when the omelu's runny, it means it's been poisoned. Exactly. And it's actually, it's a coup. She's not actually a bad person. She just doesn't, she can't reveal that because if she lets them know that she knows that the omelu has been poisoned, then they'll just put the poison in something the else. Dumbest attackers ever. They're like, we can only put it in omelu. <laughs> <laughs> they only have one way of getting to the queen, and that's by <laughs> consistently poisoning, even after she's killed so many of the people, and it clearly has never worked. Damn it, why? <laughs> She fucking okay, again, <laughs> again. <laughs> We're running out of people to poison the omelu here, <laughs> but we gotta stick with it. We I chose thought, this path. I thought it was a great. We're invested. Twist. <laughs> We're on a classic story. <laughs> on a classic story. Oh my god. That you just made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Um, what else did we buy? Um, we bought an amazing lamp. Well, and you did a great job on the bartering. Did I? I don't know. Did I, I get some I credit? There. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. I went back. That guy knew me because the guy that I talked to before told him about me. He they knew when like, I was going to leave. He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. He's with a Bob Marley bitch. Make <laughs> oh, my sure. God. So many people called me Leonardo DiCaprio while I was there, both I... foreigners and locals. Well, you do look like him. I know. I get, I get it a lot. Um, but it was just crazy that you like, were also... in Morocco, people, people thought I looked like him and were well, calling me out on it. You know what? And that's funny that you say that, too, because um, – I got recognized in Morocco, which was something that I was not expecting. So, I mean, there is some sort of crossover in terms of, like, media, which is cool. So well, they weren't from there. Well, I... The mm, people who recognized you were from oh, London. That's, yeah, those girls were from London. I don't know. The other girls were American. 
um, at the restaurant, the ones that didn't talk to us, but then they posted on my Facebook oh, right. that they had recognized me. So that was really cool. Um, I was going to say, you might have gotten Leonardo DiCaprio also because you were so well-dressed. Hello. <laughs> Patrick went all the way out. He went to Macy's and predictably spent way too much money. They, their Macy's is like Marrakesh. You don't know where you are in yeah, that so fucking you, store. Oh, shut up. It's gigantic. The one in New York, the it one is, in... It's big, but if you know what you want, it's your problem crazy is you're, big. you're not good at shopping. It's designed like a casino. Like There's no way out. You're just like, <laughs> how do I get out? And then you think you're outside because suddenly it feels like you're in daylight, and then you realize you're surrounded by like the makeup section, and it's just brightly lit. You, you thought you made it out. I was, I was clowning you because you did buy a ton of shit, but you looked great. We definitely took our fashion very seriously because in Marrakesh or in Morocco, um, it is a Muslim country, and so they do ask women to be observant of, or at least everything I read said that it's smarter for tourists to be observant and have no exposed shoulders, nothing above the knee. And I was a little nervous about it, but I ended up finding a lot of really cute stuff. And I was you know, like, I, you were nervous. No, not nervous. I was nervous I wouldn't be as cute. No, I don't mean that. I was nervous that I wouldn't find stuff because I went looking. That was as cute. No, I just mean like <laughs> find stuff. You are rude. Was, I went. That was cute. No, I mean, yes, I wanted to look, okay, there it yes, is. I wanted to look cute, but also I went a lot of places and they didn't have shirts that were, you know, had enough breathing room, but also had shoulders covered. Or I would find a dress and I'd be like, this is great. And they would have like a huge slit or it was, you know, uh, above the knee. And so I was really kind of like getting frustrated because the clothes here are, do not fit that like modest dress code, but I ended up being okay. And we ended up having a lot of, you wore so many linen shirts, which, you know, you've always, <laughs> you're, you're so satisfied. <laughs> That's my goal, is to be the guy, I'm working up to it. I want to be the guy that wears white linen suits everywhere oh my, all the time. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I did like the white linen shirts. And you got the kinds that And gold sunglasses. They're like gold Ray-Bans. They're very stylish. You looked, That's right. You looked very handsome. I was very proud of That's you. That's right. You've come, a, you've come such a long way from wearing those shorts with like the big rip in them. Like, Jesus, I was so <laughs> I was so glad when you threw those away. And, and fucking brown shirts, you looked like a pile of leaves when I started dating you. <laughs> yeah, and now you wear white linen shirts and like like <laughs> pleated, like tan khaki linen pants and blues and just, you know, I like you in color, babe. You just, you know, it brings out your eyes. <laughs> Stop. I mean, and we even had some guy come up to us who got, I was surprised they didn't want money just to come up and tell us that we were the best looking couple in Marrakesh, the we best were, dressed. We were the best looking couple in Marrakesh. Yeah, no, we looked bomb as fuck. On that note. Yeah, we had such a great trip. And thank you all so much for voting for us and helping us have the vacation of a lifetime. I know we did kind of rag on it, but it, we had so much yeah, fun. Yeah, no, no, all in good fun, because that's kind of what we do is shit talk. Yeah, you knew that that was coming. But, but it was, it's the funnest part for us. Honestly, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> we enjoy ourselves most when we're talking shit. Yes. So it means we had a really, really good time. Yeah. Really, like, very mind-expanding um, trip to see just a, a entirely different culture, yeah. an entirely different way of life. Um, it was and very much a, a whole new world. Mm, you got it. You Sorry, did I'm it. trying to sing more in the podcast. We haven't, I haven't done that in a long time. We haven't had a podcast in a long time. That's oh, why. <laughs> There's the tea <laughs> we told on our damn selves. Yeah. It, granted, we were gone for vacation, but thank you so much again for supporting us and helping us have the best trip Yay. ever. You should definitely go to Marrakesh. It's uh, from New York. It's a six and a half hour flight. It's 
pretty uh, painless. It's not too bad. It was really, really fun. We had such a great time. If you uh, enjoyed this week's episode, please let us know what you thought on Twitter with the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. A tie optional. And we will see you when we see you. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis, Marrakesh Special. And we have a lifetime guarantee, no diarrhea. Lifetime? Say my doctor. Everyone else said only five I years. I give you a lifetime, bro. White House with Obama, yeah. with, without Trump. <laughs>